podcast. And we're going where, Bob? Back. Back to watching movies. Back to the future. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, Are you telling me that you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? So, I'm Scott from the Vienna Awesome Podcast, also known as Scott McFly. You know, all that time travel stuff really messed with some people's heritages. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, so this episode we're going to be reviewing... One movie, and technically two other movies. We're going to be looking at Back to the Future. Yeah. And the other two movies, because it's all really just one really long movie. Yeah, like if you were to, like, just from what we watched, because we watched the full first one, and then just the end of the third one. Yeah. Like, it's just one long It's like, like we only watched 15 minutes of film. The, the second movie is mostly happening after, you know, the future nonsense is just happening at the same time yeah. as the first movie. So technically it's just one movie. They, they go to the past. <laughs> you know, like, 1955 is really the main setting of the movie. because they It really is. Man, what a great movie, though. We also, the real star of... Future or Back to the Future is. I'm not gonna say it. Billy Zane. That's right. <laughs> once, Billy... you, once you see him, you can't stop noticing. No, him. you'll if you watch. He's like he plays like one of Biff's bad guys, <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, that's Billy Zane. And then you're like, <laughs> pointed him out, and then like, every scene, I was just like, oh, no, I can't. Now it is out. Billy Zane forever. Uh, you want to run down the plot of it? If okay, you so, for those who haven't seen this movie, this spoilers. Is gonna, this is gonna be spoilers for. And if you haven't seen this movie, seen go to the hell. This movie of all time about time travel. Terminator is a close second, but close, but close yet far away. Okay, our main protagonist Marty McFly is friends with a eccentric inventor doctor who runs a twenty-four hour scientific consultancy. Do you ever wonder how they got to be friends? Well, that's, that's, that's like if we're going to delve into the alternate timeline theories. That's that's really bizarre how they ended up being friends. <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> Doc was like hanging around the school, the elementary school. He's like, I got candies and a van. Yeah, if you, if you consider like the whole, like the alternate timeline theory. Yeah. So in this original timeline, they would have had to meet. It's like maybe he just worked for him doing, you know. Odd jobs. Because that's why he comes in and, you know, screws around and plays with the amp. But yeah. the theory being that, yeah, they just, he does odd jobs for him. But that's that would be, like, the extent of their relationship originally, right? Odd jobs. So anyhow, he, Air that, quotations. He does odd jobs. He goes, he's a typical teenager. He tries to get, you know, booked for a gig for his school. Gets denied. And then his, uh, his, the doc calls him and says, can you, can you come with this experiment at one thirty in the morning? He's like, okay. So, he goes there. He puts his dog into the DeLorean, which is a time machine. And, a uh, time-traveling they, time machine. They, they do a test with Einstein, the dog, in it. And it works. So, Marty's like, oh, my God, there's this time Wait, machine. Wait, how does he get the stuff to... We're getting into that. Oh, okay. So, anyhow, you like see little snippets on the news about plutonium has gone missing. And uh, then... Marty sees, you know, he doesn't notice it, but there's a case of plutonium in Doc's garage. <laughs> so the car runs on plutonium to generate the 1.22 gigawatts. Gigawatts. 1.21 gigawatts. 1.21 gigawatts. Great Scott. 
started to run the flux capacitor. The gigawatts is great because, like, we were talking about, I guess when they did it, the guy telling him the line was like, oh, yeah, it's gigawatts. But he was really trying to say gigawatts. And then, yeah. Giga's just so much bigger than giga. Yeah, and so on and so forth. But, uh, yeah, so they do the test. It works. And then all of a sudden the Libyans arrive. Oh, no, Marty. (laughs) It's the Libyans. It's the Libyans. Who do you think? The Libyans. (laughs) <laughs> so uh, he got the plutonium by promising to build them a nuclear bomb, and he sent them a bomb casing full of pinball pinball machine parts. <laughs> yeah. Aww. So uh, they were a little miffed about it, so they shoot Doc, and then Marty gets in the DeLorean to try to outrun them, and he accidentally activates the time circuits, which are left on the day that uh, Doc Brown invented time machine because he's just entering random dates yeah. as an example. So he tries to escape, and uh, he goes back in time, and. The way they have it currently, it's one rod of plutonium equals one trip through time. Okay, so. wait. But I don't think that's right. Oh, no, never mind. That is right. Because I was going to say because Einstein, when they use the dog, they but he only goes into the future by two minutes. Yeah, but so even after that, they have to do a full reload, remember? Yeah, I know, but I was, yeah, I don't know. That's fine. Yes, anyways. Every time it jumps through time, it consumes a whole rod. Crispin Glover's in it. <laughs> but anyhow, so he ends up back in 1955, messes with the timeline, and needs help of old 1955 okay. Doc Brown to get back to the future. So the way he messes with the timeline is, is he finds his dad peeping, peeping, creeping on his mom, <laughs> like hardcore, and then, and, uh, and then Grandpa McFly runs him, or not McFly, whatever it is, hits him with the car, and his words are. Oh no, Susan! I hit another damn kid with the car! One of these damn kids jumped in front of my car. Car again, yeah. Stella! Another one of these damn kids jumped in front of my car! So the insinuating that he's hit more than a kid? It was the 50s. It was a different time. It was a different time. Cars were slower. Kids were tougher. (laughs) You ran over kids and they just bounced right back. You know, crushed head and all. (laughs) But yeah, so... Uh, we're going to get into too much of spoilers, but he basically has to get his parents back together and find a way back to the future. Yeah. The one, the one common thread in the first and sec, first and third movies is the struggles with the time machine. The second one, there's really no problem with the time machine until no. it melts. Well, it's kind of. It's not Marty's problem. No, it's the problem is the time machine problems are always in the first and third movie the second one it's like running flawlessly yeah which is weird but it works so i guess we're gonna get into like nitpicks and queries and questions main, yeah main point is marty gets back to the present and then the second movie he goes to the future and they're right back in 1955 with the same problem he's stuck there yeah time. <laughs> like considering it's called back to the future they don't the only person that goes to the future is einstein in this whole movie well in this movie, yes. But that's because right? that's they're trying to get back to the present, which is the future. But technically, it's still their present. It's Marty's present, but it's the future of 1955. Uh, well, yeah, I guess they need to get back from the... F- back from the past to the present, which is their future. Yeah, see, now that would make... Come on, guys, come on. Okay, but like, when they get back to 19... What was it, 1755? Then we- they gotta get back way to the future. Yeah, but then they go... yeah. Well, I guess techno... No, because he goes back to the past. He goes back to the present. N- no, because he goes a minute or two before 
Doc Brown is killed. So technically, he goes back to the past. Yeah. So Back to the Future is does not work as a title. It's really time travel is relative. Sens- sensitive, <laughs> sensitive subjects right now. Uh, what else happens? I, I quite enjoy the segments of getting back to the as to, as Scott J less past but not future. <laughs> the less current present. There we go. <laughs> the less current present. Like just setting up the cable and. Christopher Lloyd, Lloyd really sells it in these movies. Him he does. They, they both, as a, dynam, as a dynamic duo, they're great, and Biff Tannen is a great villain. That's what you said, yeah. He, I, I can't, like, it's just hilarious. You appreciate what he does as a villain. Everyone, everyone in this movie is like an ensemble cast. It's like everyone is great. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? Hey, think with fly thing. Yeah, it's, it's very well done. Um... Like, and I know, like, a little bit of the backstory. Like, I guess they shopped this movie around a lot before anybody took it. It was fairly low budget. Yeah. And they, well, actually, it was quite high budget. Comparatively. It wasn't, like, $25 million. Yeah, I think so. Like, Which is low when you consider yeah. contemporary films at the time. But, like, I know, like, because they had the other actor. Michael J. Fox wasn't the first actor. But, like, the other actor had shot in, like, 85% of the movie, I want to say. And then for them to do all the reshoots, it was like over $3 million. 3 or $4 million, I guess. Like, that's a big chunk of change to swallow to do reshoots, right? You're, you're aware of projects like the Justice League, right? <laughs> you do not speak ill of what you don't understand, Bob. But yeah, I, I, I like this movie. It was my suggestion. Because, uh... Because you want to talk about something tangibly related to it. Well, that too. Um, as as going, what's your favorite of the three movies and why? I, I, honestly, I like the first one a lot. Uh, the second one is really jumpy. They kind of jump around a little bit too much. This is a go to the future. Well, yeah. But I, I just like the setup of the first one. Like, like it hits like all of it properly. Like, good humor, oh no, suspenseful moments, and good ending. It's all good. I think there's not much of a bad part to the movie. See, I've, if I had to pick what my favorite part of the movie is, I'd have to pick out of all three. Because my favorite parts of the movie are when Marty and 1955 Doc Brown are together. Yeah. That's like, any, any part where they're in 1955 out of the three movies together, those are my favorite parts of the movies. Well, it's, it's crazy to consider, like... That's like you say, because like thinking with the alternate timeline theory, he became friends with Doc in this altered timeline in 1955. So all the time he spent in 1955, that's when he's, you know, actually becoming friends with Doc in his present timeline. Like, honestly, I bet you they can make an uh, just a TV show about Doc and Marty, like, before they go anywhere in the future stuff. Being like, how they met. Doc raped him. Well, in the alternate timeline after the first you, incidents back to 1955, they met in 1955. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, true enough. Weird. So like I say, it's a, if it's an alternate timeline, in the first timeline before he left, he would have never met Doggy except he would have been doing you know, odd jobs for them. But in the alternate timeline when he comes back, he's been friends and traveled through time a couple times in 1955. Yeah, so no matter what... Up. Yeah. He, he was better friends with Doc in the altered timeline when he came back than when he left. And then we yeah. wonder what happened to Marty's original timeline 
that Marty, because Doc knows that that Marty is of a different timeline than the Marty who's in the past. Or does, does he get sent to like a different timeline? Doc was really like, I've always wanted to kill somebody. <laughs> Go tie up some loose ends. Next snap! He's like, oh my god, it worked! I was never expecting it to work that easily. But yeah, just that. It's, it's a time-traveling comedy, so if you just don't think about it, it's better. But if you do think about it... <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of gaps. Like, you know, you just, like... That means there's yeah. alternate timelines, like, everywhere, different people. It's like reading the X-Men. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that the dad's trying to peep on her. He's a peeping Tom. He gets hit by the car, and she's like, she has taken off his pants. Put your pants back on. That's my yeah. mom. <laughs> oh, my God, my mom's coming upstairs. Put your pants back on. Oh, my God, it's my mom. Why are my pants off? Calvin Klein. Like, did his... Can you tell me that's in different countries? Yeah, in different countries, he has different names. Like, I believe it's Italy, Louis Vuitton, and then it's either, like, Tommy Hilfiger or something like that. Levi Strauss. Or Levi Strauss in Mexico, which is kind of cool. I guess another thing I quite enjoy about Back to the Future is the diner scene in every timeline. Yeah, it's always good. You, in the first one you see Biff he gets up and he stands up to his full height and Marty's like yee and then in the future he actually extends with his like cyborg like, like, yeah and first first fight yeah Marty smokes him yeah and then Biff goes down when he's fighting was it Griff Griff yeah Griff he tries to throw a punch and he's, Griff's like nope yeah doesn't he catch the punch yeah yeah <laughs> which was awesome and then like their car ends up in manure every time, doesn't it? Okay, so manure in manure, the first, episode, first, the one. first one. Manure and in the second one. In the car. Same car, same manure again. Same car, different manure. Different manure, yeah. In the second one. But Griff's punishment is his rocket, you know, hoverboard goes to the clock tower and they all get messed up. Oh, yeah. Oh, no! They get all arrested for that. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, then the third one, it's manure again, but, you know, it's horse-related. Yeah, it's proper horse-related. Yeah, no, the, uh, it's such a good show. Uh, the mom kissing him. <laughs> this is all wrong. I, I don't know what it is. But when I kiss you, it's like I'm kissing my brother. I guess that doesn't make any sense, does it? Believe me. It makes perfect sense. You know, like, because there's all these alternate timelines and stuff. You know that there's one where the mom was just like, oh, yeah. And then he becomes his own dad. This isn't future. I mean, if she's my grandmother, who's my grandfather? Isn't it obvious? You are. Ah! That's right, Fry, you sick pervert. You're your own grandpa. That's such a good <laughs> You sick pervert to your own grandfather. Are you dead? Are you dead? Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah, like. Yeah, we, we can say Futurama because we could just talk for like nine hours straight about Futurama. It's so good. 
Oh man, some of those time travel episodes are great. That movie is like, it's how old? 80, 88 it came out? Wasn't it 85? Maybe it was 85. But it still holds up. Plus, of these people are like, oh, old movies are. I, I love these movies and I watch them all the time. That movie holds up like 900%. I give the whole trilogy four out of five for every movie. I'm not, I, I'd I'm give this one four and a half. Well, I love the sequels as well. You see the second one's jumpy, but yeah. I, I don't see it. I, I it's still it. good. Don't get me wrong. But like, so I would go like four and a half for the first one, three and a half for the second one. And a four, so that still gives it a steady four all the way across. I'm just that's that's obs- you're you're a madman. That third one is not only a great time travel comedy movie; it's also a great western. Yeah, but I thought I just give it a four. I I would if it was I'd, I would give it a five. It's so good. You give it a five when he throws the frisbee brand plate, and that's how frisbees become a thing. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, How'd you get so good at shooting, duck hunt. <laughs> Duck on what? That, yeah. Then, and then in the second movie, that's a baby game. Yeah, that's a baby game. Do they See, play any video games in the? No, they don't. Not no. in the first one. Well, it'd be a pinball machine analogy. Yeah, but they don't even think they do that, do they? No. Oh well. Like I said, four and a half for the first one, three and a half for the second one, and a straight up four for the I third one. I think solid across the board. Four and five. <coughs> four and five, and five. Four point five? Yeah, four point five. Four point five out of five ghosts for the whole trilogy. And I hope they don't make any more. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want that. There's always rumors about them, oh we'll make more, we'll make more. Like this is something it's endearing, it's great, it can be a trilogy. They don't gotta do anything new with it. It's like get a different idea. If they're gonna do it, do it like as a yeah. Don't don't do it as like Doc and Marty. Like do it like oh fuck, some kids picked up some of the fucking shit off the ground. And that would still be terrible, probably. I understand <laughs> that, but don't wreck what's already good. Well, like if if they if they were going to do it, I would probably want them to do something related. Yeah, like, like don't, you, don't do a reboot that's just terrible. That do the exact same over again. Do something different, like you. Yeah, but have it be in that same universe, but like. You're not going to go back to 1955. You're not going to no. do that. That's just, right, that's what that. I mean. Like, have it set in the same universe. Or, like, he has two kids at the very end of the yeah. third one. Have it based on the kids. And just because you've... They could do something different. You don't have to go travel to Jive. You can travel through dimensions, through an alternate... I don't know. Wait a minute. Are we talking about Rick and Morty? I think we are. Well, then get your shit together. Get it all together and put it in a backpack. All your shit. So it's together. And if you gotta take it somewhere, take it somewhere, you know? Take it to the shit store and sell it. Or put it in a shit museum. I don't care what you do. You just gotta get it together. Get your shit together. I think we are too. Okay, so you love Rick and Morty. I enjoy Rick and Morty. I'm not crazy about Szechuan squash or pickles, you know? No, I'm not gonna jump on no counters and demand Szechuan sauce. (laughs) But I'm gonna say... Szechuan sauce is delicious. It's delicious, right? Like, yeah, be happy about Szechuan sauce, but don't go crazy. Yeah, I'd like to get a 10-piece McNugget and uh, a bunch of the Szechuan sauce. Like, as much as you're allowed to give me. In, in 1998, they had this promotion for the Disney film Mulan, where they where they, they, they created a new sauce for the McNuggets called Szechuan sauce. And it's delicious. And then they got rid of it, and now it's gone. This is the only place we're going to be able to try it is in my memory. Uh, there's so many good episodes of Rick and Morty. Yes. Like Everyone's waiting for the new season. with. Did you see that messed up uh, short online? No. 
basically got they're making fun of this trial online. Yeah. It was like a famous courtroom trial. The guy was just like totally bad. So it's Morty is the judge and Rick is the defendant, <laughs> and they're just they're just like going verbatim of like what was said in the courtroom, yeah. and it's just. Just it's creepy so and awkward. It's like, yeah. oh, you got a pr- pretty little mouth. I like, you know, I like boys. And then, like, it's just absurd. Cause they're, uh, they're, uh, they're, I don't know. They're doing the bit, but... It's, it's not a bit? It, it's a bit, but it's based on a real courtroom exchange. But, like, it's... I can't help but laugh. It's weird, it's terrible, but it's great at the same time. That's great. Uh, He's just ripping it with himself. He's just back and forth with himself. Someone, like... Like... My one of my favorite ones is uh, the 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 theme park one inside of the body. That's so messed up at the end. Oh my god! Who <laughs> <laughs> we got big inside? <laughs> that was so good. Uh, that's probably that's one of my favorites, and I do love the pickle Rick one. I love when he like rolls around and like bites the thing's head off, and like him just becoming pickle Rick is amazing. I'm Pickle Rick! Right? Uh, let's okay. see. If I had to say what my favorite episode would be. Oh, or the the one, the other one is that I really like is uh, where Rick takes the dad to that place where you can kill each other. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that one. Just because, I like, like... I like moments in every episode, but... The one moment in that episode that I like is the little girl, the little boy running around and he that. shoots her. He's like, get up. Get up. Yeah, it's messed up. But uh, <laughs> any moment where Rick actually shows, like, genuine remorse or sacrifice, like another one where they keep fracturing into different universes because nothing's aligned. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he ends up just, you know, he's like, okay, you can survive, screw this. And he's, like, ready to kill himself. And in the last thing, it's like, no, I can save myself. I love that episode. Yeah, that's great. I like any episode that has an emotional core to it. Yeah, but I like the goofiness of the ones well, that don't. You, you can have goofiness and an emotional core at the same time. That, that scene is, like, absurdly Ooh. funny. Or the Nathan Fillion one. That, I do like that one. That's a really good one. There. And I, he's in I it for a while. psychotic and kills other Ricks like you would not believe. It's really cool watch, like, this goes, this is credit for Nathan Fillion. Him... Like, Nathan Fillion doing a Rick impression <laughs> while being Nathan Fillion. Right? Yeah. Six degrees of Nathan Fillion. So, like, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it all goes back to Street Fighter. Exactly. <laughs> the greatest movie ever made. I, I watched a thing the other day on how amazing Street Fighter actually is, and you don't realize, like, all the cool shit about it. Did you have when was the last time you watched it? You said you watch it at least once, twice a year. Uh, about three months ago. I knew it. I love that movie. It's so bad. Like, but yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have to go back and review it again. I think just because <laughs> street fighting garbage. But yeah, so Rick and Morty, we love it. Everybody loves it. Everybody, everybody should go and at least watch a few episodes. Watch a season. Watch one season, and I almost guarantee. Anybody that watches it will find one episode that they laugh about. Eat like old, young, don't like it, like it. It's kind of like Big Mouth. 
<laughs> it's way better than Big Mouth. You don't like Big Mouth? I like Big Mouth. Like, if I had a choice between watching Big Mouth and Rick and Morty, I'd be like Rick and Morty. If I had a choice between watching Rick and Morty and Futurama, I'd probably watch Futurama. Yeah, that's true. I would probably go the same route. Uh, but, like, I don't know. Rick and Morty, it's, it's incredibly well made. I can it, appreciate it. It's unreal. Like, Big Mouth is great. Like I, there's lines of like I, I go and say like every other at least once a week. I'm gonna take a bubble bath. I'm gonna take a bubble bath. <laughs> like it's ingrained in popular culture. Like some people don't like the animation style, but the stories they tell, like, good. It's funny. It's entertaining. Right. Things you take away from it. You're the monster. Devil of Tumble. I just watched. It's just I, I would, Ricky Morty does more for me. Yeah, I, I just watched the Valentine's Day special last night, so that's why I brought it up. And it's it's hilarious. Like, there's a part where the one guy beats up a cripple kid, and you're just like, "Oh my god, he's not going to do it," and he does it. And then you're like, "Wow, that's like a that's a big leap to take." Yeah. I know everyone's looking forward to the next season of Rick and Morty. I know. <laughs> and they're yeah, they're kind of weird with their seasons, eh? Plus, they're not as bad as uh, another show that I quite enjoy, like the Venture Brothers. <laughs> Go see Adventure! I don't know. They just do that. How long has it been since they had had a season? Well, it's coming. Season eight is coming. It's just <laughs> wait. Is this one of those like fan dreams? It's like it's totally coming, no, guys. It is like okay. So like, I think I started watching the Venture Brothers when I was a teenager. And now I'm thirty. <laughs> now I'm thirty, and, and they're getting up to season eight. So what, they release like one episode every six months? It's. Have you ever watched Adventure Brothers? I don't think so. It's good. Is this something you're going to lend me? I could. Okay. It's, I quite enjoy it. It's, they, they take their time to polish things up, and the time is well worth it. Like Adventure Time? I, they, I would argue I love Adventure Time, but they put way more effort into Adventure Brothers. Okay. We'll, we'll talk afterwards about like, that. It's... Yeah, well, if... I'll get you to watch the Venture Brothers and we'll talk about it. Like, Doc Hammer and his partner, they put, like, crazy amount of effort. Like, it's so well done, it's absurd. Okay, I'm totally down. <laughs> so, uh, what else have you been up to? Have you been playing any games lately? Yes, I've, uh, I've been playing Destiny 2 and also Fallout 76. <laughs> and, uh... Fart Out 76, I think you mean? I, I, I'm pretty sure in a couple days there's, like, there's a game coming out, which I've pre-ordered, the collector's version. I'm going to just, you know get the download to play there too it's a it's a it's a game I, I was talking to my buddy eric last night and i told him it was coming up he's like block climbing i was like yep block climbing. oh catherine <laughs> catherine too blocks. heck yeah i heard uh i i, I go on kotaku lots and they were talking about yeah, some, kind of weeb? some kind of weeb i don't what what's a weeb i don't know I'm wait a minute that. i'm i'm turning into uh, a weebster <laughs> look at my socks for those that's bizarre. For those of us who can't see, I'm wearing plaid socks. Listen, just because I dress like a lumberjack and cut down trees, that's not the reason I'm a weebster, as you say. The reason it's I, the reason <laughs> you say I'm a weebster is a the, the breaks the air quotation. Air quotations is um, the fact that I find mainstream stuff boring sometimes. <laughs> like Eric was like, "Are you watching anything new?" I was like, "I'm watching these shows." He's like, "What about these shows?" I was like, "I don't care." They're like, he's like, oh, they're great. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> Actually, just looking here, have you watched this? Uh, Agris, Agrisuko? Aggressive Ritsuko? That's the one. Have you watched it? 
Well, if I know the title and then I say no, it would be funny, so I'm going to say no. I didn't think so. Okay, moving on. Do you, do you know that's made for the same company as Hello Kitty? Oh, really? Yeah. Do you hear the Hello Kitty in Japan? They're getting another bullet train? A Hello Kitty bullet train? I saw it. I put my hands on it. The new one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Good to know. I was like, I want me that cat train. And then it started going the other direction. I was like, no, come back. The guards were like, don't touch the train. At least in Japanese, so I couldn't understand it. And you were just like, ooh. <laughs> I was like, shiny. And then Bob lost an arm because it was going so fast. Well, I got it back. They, well, they have amazing technical procedures over there for medicine. Shh, Bob, Bob, we're not allowed to talk about this. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Did I tell you we got a download in Iran? What? <laughs> Should you not? So the one Iranian listening to this? Were they like really confused by our logo? I don't know. I was kind of stoked. We have some interesting listeners who just listen to us ramble on. Which always, anyone listening, we appreciate you listening, and we're glad you find us entertaining. It's kind of... I, I don't understand it, but I'm very grateful. So, yeah. Uh, if you guys want to check us out, we also have an Instagram now, like I said. Uh, I believe it's WNS Awesome Podcast. All one word, I believe. Uh, I can't quite remember. Just search it up. BNS Awesome Podcast, the BNS Awesome Podcast. You'll find it somewhere. What, we, what about Bob? What do, what do you guys say, Bob? I'll be going to a trip. I'll be representing, and maybe I'll throw a single card out at Tokyo at Anime Japan. Oh, Bob's going to Anime Japan. I'll, I'll look, just... Give a one card to one person. I'll be like there. You'll be like, catch your car! It's time to duel! Then I'll pull out a BNS card. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to duel! I know. I know. They're Spanish housemates for some reason in Tokyo. No, no, no. No, lemon pledge, no. So, I we were coming back from... When we were leaving from Vegas... Oh, yeah, you went to Vegas. Yeah, I, I went to Vegas. I don't even, talk about even that. touch on that. Anyways. You're, you're, you're telling me you were scared you were going to get stabbed. Yeah, on Fremont Street. Street. It was fucking weird. Uh, anyways, as we're walking through the hotel, this guy was like, uh, they were trying, there was like four guys standing outside this room trying to get into it, and they were like, we're like housekeeping. <laughs> and the guy's like, hello, hello. And I was like, let me pledge. And Brandon looked, my wife looked at me and was like, what the fuck? I thought it was quite funny. Others didn't. I don't care. So what did you think of Vegas? Like I said, you, you saw the same guy that I've seen the last time on Fremont Street, the guy wearing the unitard and the clams. Yeah, I know. I'm good. <laughs> like, I didn't... Hey, if you're listening to this, we see you out there and we're wondering, are you there every day with that... Same... Bunch of shells in front of your stuff? couch and playing guitar? Like, is that... Is that do you get sand in it? Is that a full-time job? Is that like a gig? <laughs> do, do you like it? Uh, Please answer us at... At the BNS House... At, at BNS House at gmail.com. What would you give Vegas for a ghost rating? Two and a half. <laughs> it's not my favorite place. It's not terrible. It's not my favorite. <laughs> okay, what, what about Vancouver? The Windy City? The Hollywood of Canada? <laughs> the Windy City. <laughs> I'd give Vancouver a four. I like Vancouver, though. What about Calgary? Two and a half. Calgary is one of the great cities of the world, and you give it a two and a half. What? When has it become one of the great cities of the it world? Just I've looked into it. <laughs> I have top men looking at this. I, I was as surprised as you are. I don't. I don't see it. It is though. It's okay, I guess. 
It's like it's right up there apparently with like Vancouver, Vegas, Toronto, New York. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's about the same as Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I was surprised. What about you? That. What do you rate it? What Calgary? No, Van- or Las Vegas. Vegas. I give it a solid three. A solid three. Plus, the food's cool. Like, uh, don't get me wrong. Oh, if, it's good, food, if you're going food, food, food it's like a five. five. Yeah, like the food there is amazing. <laughs> but like, just like you get annoyed by like the peep pushing hookers and and like trying. Everybody's trying to sell you something there. Maybe I, I just like angry and surly, so people don't solicit me. Yeah, I I got fed up. I got I got asked if I was a local. I do dress like a hobo. So maybe they just I can see that. They're just like he doesn't have enough money for this service. The shows were really good too. Like I give those a five. It was just I don't know. The homelessness down there is ridiculous. Like it's it's right out in the open. I guess I guess there's homelessness everywhere, but it's not not as in the open as it is there because they think that they can make money. I don't know. It's just weird for me. Some people just aren't actually homeless. They just scam. Yeah, that too. Like I said, two and a half. I'd go back, but I'm not like I need to go back right now. I, would just, I just want to go back to go to the hash house and get some Nathan's hot dogs. I'd like to go back to see a hockey game and a football game. I've never really watched football, but I think it'd be cool. They're building a big arena. I'd like to point out that the hash house isn't a hash house, per se. It's an actual restaurant that serves good food. It's a house of hash. And, and then at dinner time, they bring out these honey biscuits and eat one of them, and that's almost enough to like fill you up, and then they bring you your food. I found that out when we went there for dinner, because the first time we went there was like 3 in the morning. What do we want to talk about next week? We're going to talk about the amazing Godzilla trilogy of animated films. Oh. You heard it here first, folks. I'm going to ruin Scott's day and his life. So. So, okay. There's a couple guys that actually want to be interviewed for the podcast. The people that you want to interview are, like, too scared because, like, Carrick's like, Oh, I'm scared to go in voice recorder. Oh, not my gumdrop buttons. <laughs> but, uh... Who? So, there's a couple other people that appreciate Godzilla movies out there. Who's this? I, I can't tell you. I'm, I'm leaving it vague. Well, are they going to come here? They might, they might. We'll see how it goes. They might want to get out the parks. But they're like, oh. Because they're like, you, you went and saw the movie in theaters. I was like, yeah. I was like, okay. And then two months later, it comes on Netflix usually. Like, it was yeah. plot work. They're like... So I know the last movie because I didn't come out yet. And I was like, yeah, it's like, what do you think of it? I was like, well, I guess it was better than the second one, but worse than the first. And the first wasn't great. And then, uh, so a couple months later it goes by and they watch and they're like, was Godzilla even in that last movie? It's like, I kind of tired of watching it. I was like, well, you know, he's kind of in it. He's like in the background, like waving. He's like, hey, guys. <laughs> Three movies of just walking. Why okay. Are talking? Okay, we're going to do Godzilla. How long are those movies? About an hour each? A little more. A lot more? Okay. They're just terrible. I mean, they're great. Okay, well, we'll make a little plan here. So we're going to do Godzilla. Yes. And then do you want to do a couple of movies I want to do? No, you get no movies. We'll do two movies I want to do. We're not, we're not doing Dogma. We just we just did Back to the Future, which is one you want, so I'm one up on you right now. And this yeah, but you're doing Godzilla next week. Yeah. Yeah, so then you'll be one up on me. <laughs> you see how that works there, Bob? I might not even do Dogma. Maybe we'll do Clerks too. Oh, God. <laughs> That's right. Fine. If we're doing Clerks too, my next one we're going to do a full review on is Catwoman. <laughs> then we'll do well, Oh, Scott. we also, for for our, our listener Nick yes. in Vancouver, 
He he wants us to review more Master of Disguise. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Do a full review. I, I guess. I, so if if you guys don't know, Nick's also my cousin. Okay, so this, this is gonna be spoilers for everyone out there. Scott knows everybody and is related to the other half. So, so, like, so like if you're if you if you don't think you're related to Scott, there like, I am. Think, it's okay. And you're like, oh, and then you finally see him, you'd be like, oh yeah, I know that. I know guy. that guy. And then the other half would be like, oh yeah, that's my cousin. <laughs> so, so my cousin Nick for Christmas, I sent him Master of Disguise for Christmas because he hates it. <laughs> there you go, Nick. Merry Christmas. Also, while we were in Vegas, we were walking through the casino, and I swear to God, we don't, we couldn't figure out who it was, but somebody would yell, Scott! We looked, and I was like, I don't see anybody I know, but somebody yelled my name while we were in Vegas. That doesn't surprise me. It may, I may not have known him. Well, I knew you. But the fact that I was walking, how many other Scots were there walking in my vicinity at I, I think there's usually only one. I want to be the very best, like no one ever was. <laughs> to be Scott is my only goal. To kick some fucking ass, Scott. Let me do this thing, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this has been a regular announcement, regular installment of the BNS Awesome Podcast. So, next few weeks, look forward to our Godzilla 1, 2, and 3 animated movie. I believe it's... Series? Godzilla Monster Planet, Godzilla City on the Edge of Battle, and Godzilla Planet Eater. So we're watching three movies <laughs> for Bob, and that's going to be one full episode, probably just of that. You know, we could just do it painfully, like one every two weeks. It's up to you. Or we could just like... I can try and binge him. <laughs> I'll, be like, I'll be like, I got, I got, I got 15 some... minutes in the first one and fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, a, I'm a pretty big... Fan of Godzilla, and you're even thinking it's gonna be hard. I just, I just. The anguish on his face is unreal, guys. It's like opening a Christmas present, and then inside (laughs) his box it says, "You have herpes." (laughs) No, no, I, I got a great, a good analogy. It's like opening up a really cool Christmas present, and then you get pink eye from it. There you go. It's worse than that. (laughs) Then you get herpes from it. I I, I get. That's awful. And it's really painful because, like, there's three directors for every movie, and, like, two of the directors apparently wanted to, you know, go balls to the walls crazy because, you know, animation is a format that you can do whatever you want. Yeah. The other guy's like, no, we're going to do, we're going we're gonna to subvert protection, uh, we're going to subvert we're, expectations, we're going to Ryan Johnson this thing. We're doing it stylized, fuckers. Ryan Johnson style. What did Ryan yeah. Johnson, I, I'm still on the bus of, like, mid-range, I don't care or hate. The Last Jedi, because it was like, it's somewhat interesting, but boring. So anyways, <laughs> this coming up next time on the BNS Awesome Podcast. And I'm Scott from the BNS Awesome Podcast. And I'm Bob from the BNS Awesome Podcast. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Well, thanks for listening to the BNS Awesome Podcast. If you would like to reach us, you can get us on our email at bnsawesomepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks, Bob. And you can also reach us on Twitter at... BNS Awesome Pod. You can also find me streaming over at Twitch, www.twitch.tv backslash ink3dguy. And I say it, ink guy. And, uh, we can. There is. We can also be found on Spotify now. 
And we can also be found on Stitcher and iTunes. So be sure if you go there, rate, comment, review, all that stuff. And uh, thanks.